This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to another episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and I am here, not by myself, because I have my dog Blaze behind me, who has gotten blood all over the couch behind me because I gave him a bone several weeks ago and he refuses to eat it just every day. He decides to hide it in different spots of the couch and then he uses his nose to like fluff the pillows and move the cushions around to get his bone in just the right spot. Well, it has made his nose, the tip of his nose bleed. So he literally scraped the skin off of his nose to bury this bone and now there's blood all over my couch. I just thought I'd rant about that for like half a second and now I'm done. And with the good... Out with the bad. Hi. How's everybody doing today? Sounds good. Okay. Are we ready to begin? Let's do it. So today I thought we would do some more Am I the Assholes because I'm solo once more. I keep having Joy and JoJo lined up and then something happens to one of our schedules and then it fails me. So I have two people who I really want to do episodes with and who really want to do episodes with me. But I had to cancel on JoJo this time because I forgot I have to go to a conference thing. And last week, Joy had to cancel on me. And then hopefully I can get both of them recorded next week so you won't have to deal with just little old me. Abby offered to do another episode, but I like to keep her for special occasions. For when you guys deserve it. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it right now. You don't deserve her. You only deserve me, which is a lot. So I'm not saying you're bad. You just haven't been excellent, in my opinion. How do I measure this? I don't know. There is no, there's no rhyme or reason to my logic. So let's get into it, shall we? Let's read some more Am I the Assholes. Last time I did this, people were very split on the one where I was angry about, where the stepdad decided to sleep in while his stepdaughter was in jail. The comments were very, very split. There was a lot of people, some people were like, I take sleeping medication. I would have gone back to sleep. Okay, great. Good, I'm glad safety first. The dad never said anything about that. People were saying in their situations why they would have slept and therefore the dad's not the asshole. And I said, no, 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 no. He didn't explain any of that. Those were just your reasons for sleeping in. Great. That's just me though. That was me. The comments were very split. I'm glad I had some people on my side so I didn't feel crazy. I asked Abby about it. She was... Obviously on my side, so I said, yeah, as long as my significant other and I are on the same side, I'm fine with it. Mainly, I didn't like how he treated the wife. That's what it came down to, because I understand people trying to give their kids hard lessons, but it was his wife that was how he treated her that was frustrating me. But I knew things would be split. I love a good discussion. People brought up great points on both sides. Let's hope we get another doozy like that. I love a little discussion, a little heat in the pan. A little fried oil, if you will. I don't know. I'm just saying things. Somebody stop me. Oh, my girlfriend's calling me. Hey, what's up? Sorry. My girlfriend needed help with a cat tree. We're trying to purchase a cat tree. And they are so expensive. And I want to build one. But I just haven't had the time. So I was like, let's just get a cheap one until I'm able to build one. Because we want to build one out of driftwood. And it's going to look really cool. But they're all like 100 to 200 bucks at the pet store. And on Amazon, they're at least... $65. So anyway, there were some cat tree troubles. We're back now. We're good. We're rolling. Here we go. Am I the asshole? And scene. Am I the asshole for saying not again and not being happy? Oh, they didn't use the quotes. People, you got to learn how to spell so I can read this with the right oomph. You got to learn the grammar. Here we go. And reset. Five, six, seven, eight. Am I the asshole for saying not again and not being happy for my daughter's pregnancy? I immediately want to say yes. (laughs) 
But let's listen to the circumstances because you never know, right? On phone, setting the scene, I guess. They're setting the scene. So they're on the phone. My daughter got pregnant the second year into college. It was not a good time. My husband and I stepped up so she could finish college, which she did. She just graduated and just got a job. Congrats to her. The problem is, at the moment, she cannot afford childcare or rent since her job kind of sucks. Okay. Glad she went to college. America. We were hoping she would be moving out by the end of the year. She told us today that she is pregnant again. Okay. Yeah, no, kind of justified. When she told us, I said, not again. She asked if I was happy for her, and I told her, no, that we will not be looking after another kid, and we already wanted her to find her own place by the end of the year or next summer at the latest. She is pissed at us, and we got into an argument. She thinks we're assholes. I understand. If you're putting in all of the work to raise this other person's baby and then they have another baby and they just ex- they're going to just expect you to also help raise it? Yeah, I'd be stressed. The top comment says, maybe an unpopular opinion, but not the asshole. You helping with child care is a privilege, not a right, and you have already done well by her first kid. It's selfish to keep having them if you rely on other people to pick up the slack and your responsibilities. And she has the audacity to think her parents are the assholes because they won't put their lives on pause again to take on her responsibilities. Everyone's saying not the asshole. If you just didn't like kids or you didn't like the way she was raising them, but she was raising them, that'd be one thing, like mind your business. But if you're the one raising them, yeah, I can see how this is definitely a, you're not the asshole. Most people are, yeah, everyone is saying not the asshole here. It's, people are saying she is selfish. Where's the dad? We need to know more about the dad. But the main thing is not the asshole. Ooh, just expecting other people to raise your children for you. People hear the phrase, it takes a village, and they assume the village is willing to step up. Just because it takes a village doesn't mean the village wants to do it or is it going to do it. That's on you. That's on you to raise your kids. Mm. If you have to ask if someone's happy, that's another thing. If you have to ask if someone's happy for you, chances are they're not because they're not showing you that they're happy for you. Woohoo! All right, that was a quick, easy one. Let's bust out a long one. We've got details. We've got paragraphs. And hopefully we have grammar. Am I the asshole for calling my mom out for not being fully honest about the reason she wants her husband to walk me down the aisle at my wedding? First off, my initial response to everything is, your wedding, you call the shots. No one else gets to have an opinion unless you flat out ask for it. And then you don't even have to take it. So let's see where this is coming from. My wedding is coming up and my mom has been campaigning hard for her husband, my stepdad, to be the person to walk me down the aisle. I already asked my parental grandparents. My mom knew I was going to ask them and knew when I had, but she has not given up on the desire for me to ask her husband. Okay, mom needs to take a chill pill, not her wedding. (sighs) The other day she told me it would make more sense and she feels like he is the correct and worthy person to walk me down the aisle. I called her out on that and said she should be more honest on why she wants him. The reason I know is because she knows her husband and my dad hated each other and she believes I should have been loyal to her husband over my dad. She especially believes I should have given all the loyalty I had to my dad to her husband after I lost my dad at age seven. Okay, your mom sounds toxic and you sound insightful. You sound like maybe you've gone through therapy and, oh my God, I'm sorry, you lost your father at age seven and also you had to deal with a divorce and also your mom seems like she's putting all her emotions on you. I apologize. BG, I'm assuming that means background. My parents broke up, never married, and my mom got married to her husband when I was two. My dad and her husband hated each other. I was always aware of that fact. Ugh, your child should live in bliss ignorant bliss. No, no, no. But it became especially bitter for me when I was six and my dad was diagnosed with cancer. 
I don't remember a lot from that time, but I do remember my mom's husband showing up to see my dad when he was in the hospital, and I remember him yelling at my dad. No, no. I want to know what your dad did. Mm. And also, I have so many questions. I have so many things. Was it warranted? Was it expected? Is it the... Is your stepdad the poopy man or was your dad the poopy man? Or is it just both had big egos? I need to know. I have so many questions. I know prior to that, the two were as bad as each other and the animosity was mutual. When my dad died, I didn't automatically start to care more or feel closer to her husband. He did try and I think part of his hatred for my dad is that I was such a daddy's girl and never looked at him being in my life as having two. I spent equal times with both my parents when my dad was alive. I never got closer to my mom's husband. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. So that's fine. And maybe the stepdad, there was a reason you weren't close to him, and he should have just given you your space and been a good person, and maybe you would have come around. Or you just didn't click. Some people don't have to click. Okay. (sighs) I never got close to my mom's husband. He was my mom's husband and my half-sibling's dad. But even though I don't remember a time where I didn't know him, I never saw him as my dad. He always hated my dad, too. I heard him grumble about him over the years. Even saw him split near a photo of my dad once. Oh, spit. I saw him spit near a photo of my dad once. Oh, my God. I want to know why he hated your dad so much. Eventually, he gave up trying and decided it wasn't worth his time, which I felt was better for everyone. But my mom hated it. She hates that he's just her husband and I haven't embraced him as a dad. There's probably a reason for your hatred. Maybe it's because you grew up in a house with a lot of animosity. One time, she said it can be so hurtful to lose a dead man and be rejected in favor of a dead man. What? I don't know what that means. I asked her what she meant by that. Oh, good, because you were just as confused as me. Fantastic. And she told me, I never picked her husband over my dad, and I never let him feel like he won against him in one thing. I told her he had. He was still alive while my dad was gone. There is so much. Oh, my God. I think my mom still wants to win for her husband, especially when his hatred for my dad still burns strong. Why? Why does he hate your dad? I need to know. I am so picky. You're letting us in on this little detail, but you're not giving us all the other little details. Oh my goodness. I still believe my paternal grandparents are the right people to walk me. Anyone you choose is the right person. I have been close to them my entire life. My mom is mad that I called her out and tried to make her be honest. She said she was not lying and I was being rude. Am I the asshole? Nope, 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 nope. And everyone else is saying, not the asshole. It's so awesome that you have paternal grandparents to walk you down that aisle. Oh, why would you want a man you've never seen as a father and who hated your dad do it? You've made the right choice. Um, not the asshole. Your stepfather sounds like an asshole. Spits near a photo of your dad. Real classy. And OP said, oh, I know. The thing is, my mom doesn't think I should hold his hate for my dad against him, but it's too impossible not to. Everyone just agrees. Not the asshole. And OP... Oh, hold on. Someone said, not the asshole. First, it's your wedding. You get to choose who walks down the aisle. If you don't feel particularly close to your stepdad, then that's your prerogative. This is a day for you and your future spouse, spouse, Cole spouse, spouse, to bring together all of the people you love in celebration. If you don't feel enough love for him, that you want him to be a part of that, then don't let someone push you into it. Secondly, the fact that your stepdad and mom are making your love a competition is gross. For dad... For whatever faults your mom and stepdad perceived is still your dad. It seems like from your post, he was at least good to you and loved you. And that is something that got taken from you. It sounds like it's a great way to honor your dad, who I presume would have wanted, you would have wanted at the wedding, had he still been alive, to have his parents be the one to walk you down the aisle. And OP said he was amazing to me. He thought of me when he was dying and set up a trust fund for me with all that money he could have saved slash give to me. With all the money he could save and give to me, I had stability in my future. He left my grandparents protecting it and left a letter for me to know he was thinking of me and what the money was for. So my mom and her husband had issues with them, but he was a good dad and I loved him always. Okay. I so want to know 
why your stepdad hates him so much. But oh my God. I'll never find out, will I? I will never find out. Dang it. I think we can all agree on that. Mom's the asshole here. Because that was, I want to know. Oh God. It's going to bug me for about 10 more minutes until I forget that I read that story. ADHD at its finest. Next one. Am I the asshole for telling my son it's absurd that he thinks we will be at his wedding? Let's see if it's absurd to not go to your child's wedding. Make this clear. Oh, we are making it clear right off the bat. We didn't know it would be in France since he changed his wedding ideas so many times. Oh, you were bitter. You started out bitter, clear and bitter. Also, we thought it would be 2024 fall. January came out of nowhere. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is about my oldest. He has always wanted to travel the world, and he just told us he will have his wedding in France. A fantastic choice. We thought he was joking when it first happened because he had said so many other destinations at this point. So he's, you, you think he's flaky and you don't take his word for uh, truth. I also thought it would be in a year at least, but the invites came today. It is in four months in France. He is looking to do a mini trip and apparently was able to book a small church in France for the whole thing. It sounds like you didn't ask him and just assumed things. And then when he told you, you went, no, we're going to make up our own thing. That's just me. I think that he told you and you guys chose not to listen and said this, my thought process would be better. So I'm going to decide that's what you're doing. Here we go. I told him it is absurd that he thinks we would be able to go. I don't have the personal time off. Already used most of it this year. Our youngest are in school. We don't have money to have five wife and three minor kids, people to take plane trips to France. And I don't think my wife even has a passport. We got in a huge argument about it. So I don't know if we are being jerks on this. Oh, it's the father, the dad. For some reason, I thought the mom was writing this. I don't know why. Okay. So your son said, hey, we're going to get married in France soon. And you said, "Ah, yeah, sure. And then the son was like, here, an actual invitation to France in four months. And you said, how dare you not prepare me for this? I will say the passport thing is a big issue. If your son really wanted you there, should have let you know a little far in advance because passports are definitely a thing and so is time off. Destination weddings, you should be given a pretty good heads up. I have a sneaking suspicion he didn't really want you there or he did tell you and y'all chose not to listen. That's just me. Let's see what the comments said, though. People are saying not the asshole. You have to give people, you know, a heads up for destination weddings. So if this is poor planning, then you're not the asshole. But you might just be an asshole in life, and that's why they didn't want you there. That's my opinion. That's just mine. It's realistic. I think maybe you should see if you can get it together instead of just exploding. Say, we'll we'll really try and make it work, but it might not because of these reasons, but we will definitely try. A heads up would have been nice. I don't think you need to be angry. I think I would maybe do some self-evaluations and then try and make it work. But if it doesn't, if it can't work, then no, you're not the asshole. If you try and it doesn't work, you're not the asshole by any means. I just think he maybe told you and you didn't listen or he didn't want you there. Or if he's just a bad planner, then yeah, definitely not the asshole. Mm -hmm. And now people in the comments are just roasting him on why he'd want to get married in January in France. Someone just said, I'm just reading this. Non-residents have to live in France for 40 days before the wedding to be able to get married there. And someone else said, this is my first thought too. I hope OP sees it and makes sure that their son is aware. Does that actually mean getting your marriage license in France or even having a ceremony? I imagine if they're from the USA, this will just be the ceremony. My dog walker's here. Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt, and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves, layering tees, and their styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now, and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. 
It's silky smooth. It fits well. And my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering and she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Sorry, my dog walker came in. I hope you enjoyed that sponsor that just happened. Okay, so, anyway, apparently there's a big to-do about the marriage license, which I don't even know. Whatever. And someone said, an invitation is not a summons. A destination wedding is always a huge ask, especially for the wealthy. It's not asshole to say no. I agree. I When people have destination weddings, I assume they just don't want people to show up. And that's just what it is. So if he's actually mad at you because he genuinely wanted you guys to be there and you couldn't make it, and he genuinely didn't give you enough time to prepare, yeah, not the asshole. But if he told you and you didn't listen or you're just immediately yelled at him, I'd say check your emotions. But I don't know. That's weird. Okay. Next one. Am I the asshole for not cooking for my wife while cooking for my daughter? Depends. Let's read some more, shall we? I'm a stay-at-home dad mostly because my work doesn't need me to work more than a few hours a week to earn a living. Are you a CEO of something? What do you do? I'm very curious. Can I do it? May I apply for this job? I would very much appreciate it. Thank you. I will look for the thing in the mail. What is it? Resume? No, it's an application. I will look for the application in the mail. So, sorry, back to the actual story. I used to pack food for my wife and daughter since I usually cook large amounts of food for myself as a prep meal for the week and made differently sized portions of each of it. Of each of. I, I, and made differently sized portions portions for each of. Okay, that wasn't me. That was just written wrong. I usually cook something low calorie since it's what I need to eat to achieve my goals at the gym, but my wife has been pestering me to cook some more unhealthy things. Okay, beggars can't be choosers. That's what I always say. I just, sorry. I don't know why. I just cracked myself up for no apparent reason. I'm hilarious. I tried cooking two separate things for myself and my daughter and one for her. I realized after a week, it was just unsustainable, unsustainable, I can't speak, unsustainable to cook six, why is I, why am I, who, am I an idiot? Yes, the answer is yes. I realized after a week that it was just unsustainable to cook six separate meals every day while doing the rest of the household chores and still having time left over to go to the gym and enjoy my hobbies. I told my wife if she wanted to eat something different than us, she should cook it for herself or go out to eat. She complained that it was unfair that I wouldn't cook for her even though I stayed home all day. I told her if she wanted me to cook for her every day, she could pick up some chores around the house so that I would have time to do it. So, am I the asshole? I personally would say no. When My gorgeous, amazing, beautiful, smart, charming, charismatic girlfriend makes me a meal. I eat the meal and I am happy to eat the meal. 
There hasn't been a time when she's cooked something and I went, oh, I wish you hadn't have made this. What? No. I'd immediately revoke my right to live. That would be beyond disgusting of me. But uh, I could see how if you, okay. But my thing is, did you guys agree that she would work all day and you would stay home and, but you say you have a job. So like you make money as well. Cause there's a lot of people who are like, I work hard. So the person that stays home should do their work, should be taking care of the house and the kids. And I am part of that. It depends on where the rules were. You got to establish some rules, maybe. I don't know. Let's read the comments. Cause I could, I'm sure there's multiple different things here. It depends on the type of relationship y'all have. It depends on a lot of things. But for me, when Abby decides what I eat, I just say, these are my dietary restrictions. And then there's times where I was like, I'd like to eat a little healthier if you don't mind. But I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. This is a, they say, controversial take. But I think this might be a soft, you're the asshole. Okay. I think people are a little torn. They're like, I don't quite know here. No. I think, though, if the roles were reversed, Ooh, let's take this from a sexist standpoint. If the rules were reversed and the dude was like, yo, make me the food I want, we'd all say, you're an asshole. But since it's a woman doing it, maybe we're a little more hesitant to be like, well, maybe she has a reason to do it. <laughs> I'm going to read these because I quite don't know. I, I just know if it were me, I would never... Maybe if Abby was making extremely unhealthy meals, I might ask for a healthy one. And if she said, I don't want to make that, I would make it myself. I wouldn't get mad at her for not making me a healthy meal. You know, if I had a preference and she said no, tough titties. Okay, I got to do it myself then. Or take what she's given me. But that's my thing. Let's, I want to read the, the comments because I don't quite know. I don't quite know. Controversial take, but I think this might be a soft, you're the asshole. Not necessarily for not wanting to cook multiple meals, but for feeding your daughter low-calorie food. Oh, I didn't even think about the daughter. She wasn't even my thought process. I understand that you need to meet your goals, but part of me understanding where your wife is coming from, why should they both be eating food that accounts for your specific diet? It's not like you have to cook for them. You can admit that you're not interested in going out of your way to cook in their needs too, but it's insincere to act as if you're cooking for the family in the first place. You never were. You were always cooking for yourself. Your wife and daughter eating it was just a side effect. This is true. Wait a second. But if he was never cooking for his family and only cooking for himself, then how is he an asshole for not then automatically taking on a new role for cooking for them as well? You see where I'm going with this? If he was never intending to cook for the family, just for himself, because he has a specific diet, and his daughter was like, hey, I'll eat some of that, and his wife said, hey, I'll eat some of that too, okay, then actually he was very kind to share, would he not be? But then his wife got used to that and said, actually, make me unhealthy meals. I don't like what you're eating. I want to eat something different. And he can't do that. That was never the intent. But he should be cooking healthy meals for his daughter. Not, healthy doesn't always mean low calorie and low calorie doesn't always mean healthy. So I am concerned as to what he's feeding his daughter, but how is he the asshole if his intent was never to cook for the family? That was just a quote unquote side effect as this person pointed out. Hmm. Someone said that's 100, 100% true. You do not care what anyone wants as long as you get exactly what you want. What a ludicrous take, someone said. When my mom was trying to watch her weight, she cooked slightly healthier meals. None of us were starving. We were all able to eat to our fill. And while we may have preferred something deep fried, she was the one taking the time to cook for the family. And my dad made it abundantly clear that anyone who wants something else was free to prepare it for themselves. But none of us blamed my mom for preparing healthier meals. Not sure where this harsh interpretation of OP's actions is coming from. People have some mixed reviews. I think, I think this one's a little controversial. I think that people are concerned for the daughter and what she's eating. And I think we needed a little more background. As a, before you did this meal prep, who was making the wife's meals? And how long has this been going on? Was there 
an agreement between you where you feed the family. I need to know more, more details. People are, people seem to be concerned for the daughter here in this situation. People are saying, he said low calorie, not healthy. Hmm. I'm very, now everyone's just, everyone, okay, people are saying he's the asshole. You're the asshole. Seems like you have this backwards. The goal should be cooking foods your family will enjoy and then control your meals to meet your quote unquote goals at the gym. How hard is it to make chicken parm, pasta, and garlic bread for your family and just throw a plain piece of chicken on a salad for yourself? I just want to know if the gender roles were reversed, how everyone would take this. Because, I, I mean, you know, my, I'm a strong feminist. And people think that means I hate all men. I hate shitty men. I'll take those words from my friend Alana. But we all can be equals in my brain. But I always want to make sure I'm not just hating because it's a man. And if these roles were reversed and a female, my, my female friend came over and said she's preparing these, she's meal prepping for her daughter and herself. And her husband wanted some of it. So she started feeding her meal prep to her husband as well. And then he started complaining because he wanted unhealthier meals. I would say, go fuck him. He could make his own goddamn food then. I, 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 I can't figure out my brain because for some reason, everyone's saying he's an asshole. I think I need to have more information because he said he does have a job, but he's the stay at home, you know, work from home dad. I don't know. And what are these low calorie meals? Is it literally just chicken on a piece of lettuce? Cause that's not cooking, but I don't know. I need to know more information. Because I just know that if the roles were reversed, I would say, fuck him. Fuck that man. He needs to appreciate what he gets. But since he's a woman, I feel like people are thinking about it a little bit more. Uh, oh, someone said, why don't you sit down and do some meal planning together and see if the circles in the Venn diagram of your dietary preferences intersect at all? In other words, compromise. That is a very nice way to do that. I agree. Someone said, are you all insane? I'm not talking to OP. I'm talking about the people in the comments. This guy's doing all the chores while working. The kid is eating what they need to. He restricts his own intake, but their kid eats the amounts they want with healthy nutrients. He tried to cook for his wife the unhealthy meals she likes, but it was too much for him. And now you're all roasting him for not doing that? Maybe his wife could put her adult pants on and cook her own food. He even suggested that he could cook for her if she starts doing some chores. So yes, he offered a compromise, but the wife didn't agree. Too much bullshit for today in the comment section, not the asshole. This thread is so American. I went and looked up low calorie food and it's just normal looking food, not the asshole. People are saying, can you give us examples of what your wife wants versus what you want? People, and then now down at the bottom, people are saying not the asshole. I can only imagine the outrage if a man demanded his wife cook for him separate meals while doing all the household chores as well. Tell your lovely wife she knows where the kitchen is. Someone says, I don't know. I think if a woman came on here and was like, all I cook is rice and chicken and keep up and to try and keep us all healthy, they should be grateful. She might also get called the asshole. As others have said, it's hard to tell how extreme it is. But OP saying if he could, he'd only eat smoothies as they're all, all his macros. It seems kind of intense. Apparently he's posting what they eat. Um, I don't know. I would like to know your guys' thoughts on this. I'm not strong on one or the other. I just think that maybe if it was the roles were reversed, it definitely would be a different comment section for sure. <sighs> All right, let's check one more time to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! <sighs> there was one on here I want to get to. Oh, here's one. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my brother I'll do better on your next wedding? Oh! <laughs> my brother and I are not close. Clearly! Well, oh, if you're not close, then you can't be roasting people like that. Just straight off the bat. Ooh, I have a sneaking suspicion you're the asshole, but in a funny way. My brother and I are not close, never was. And after what happened on his wedding, probably never will be. Yeah, you made sure of that, didn't you? I'm not too torn up about it, though. In my opinion, he is a spoiled, entitled man-child, and my life is better the further away we are from each other. Side note, this isn't his first marriage. It's his third. He turned 30 last August. His car has been with him longer than either of his ex-wives. Roasted. Absolutely roasted. 
He married my newest sister-in-law two weeks ago. They just came back from their honeymoon. The first thing they did after returning is call me and berate me for bringing my roommate as my plus one. Okay, relax. A plus one's a plus one. People need a date. Whoever it is. I don't care. As long as it's not someone's ex-spouse, then leave it be. They didn't say anything back then because they didn't want to make a fuss at their own wedding, but they think it's super inconsiderate of me bringing a quote-unquote stranger I've known my roommate since before my brother's first marriage to their wedding. <laughs> and I don't have a long-term partner. I shouldn't have brought a plus one at all. Okay, well, don't give somebody a plus one. I've known a lot of people who say plus ones are significant others only or have, have been dating for the last year because they don't want their wedding photos to be someone they have to cut out of later. Cut them out of later. Anyway. They didn't specify, that's on them. Like I said, I don't like my brother all that much to begin with, so I didn't bother arguing with him, as hearing him speak already gave me a migraine. I just simply said, you're right, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I'll keep that in mind and do better at your next wedding. Then I hung up and have been ignoring my brother's calls and texts ever since. You are a goddamn hilarious asshole. That's what it is. You're an asshole, but I'm entertained by it. And that is a huge difference from just being a normal asshole. My roommate thinks it's absolutely hilarious, and so do our friends. However, most of my family has been spam calling me as well. I don't pick up either. So my guess is they don't find my response as funny. Am I the asshole? <laughs> People are saying not the out asshole, but ouch. I don't think you'll be getting an invite to the next one. <laughs> True. I don't blame you. Not the asshole. I wouldn't care what he thinks. I'd go on a low or no contact with him for the rest of my life. He's his latest wife's problem now, not yours. People are saying not the asshole. Yeah. Uh, it just sounds as though if you have really uh, hilarious humor, but an asshole humor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at you for this. I would laugh if I was your friend. I'll laugh now and I'm not even your friend. <laughs> People are saying good response. Uh, am I the asshole? Moving on, moving on, moving on. Am I the asshole for bringing my new girlfriend to my friend's wedding? Unless you're not allowed to have a plus one. What's the issue? My 28-year-old male friend, Josh, my 28-year-old male, and my 20... I hate when they do this. They set up the ages and the things. This person is a 28-year-old male. Their friend, Josh, is also a 28-year-old male and got married to his partner of seven years, Emily, a 27-year-old female. All right. All right. OP is a dude. Josh is a dude. Married Emily, a female, this past weekend. Check. My reading comprehension skills, on point. On the invitation, it stated that a plus one was allowed. Okay. Sounds good. I've been single for most of the time, but one month ago, I got with a girl, Chrissy, 28-year-old female, who I've known for years. Chrissy used to date Josh on and off in high school. Okay. <laughs> you brought his ex to a wedding. Hold on. I got the suspense. I have to change my camera battery. Hold on. I keep forgetting to change the camera batteries when I go to sponsor breaks. Oh, well. Here we go. So you brought your buddy's ex to a wedding that you just started dating. Okay. Now Abby's getting home. I can't get a moment of peace around here now, can I? I'll just keep talking. Chrissy used to date Josh on and off in high school and early college until Josh broke things off with her and got with Emily. Dude, the last person he dated before his woman? Relax. Due to different circumstances, Josh doesn't even want to... Oh, my dog walker's here. All right, sorry. I had so many things just happen. Abby got home. My dog walker got back with Blaze. Now he's dressed like a hot dog. Things just happen, okay? But we are back. It meant... No it was one second for you. I don't even know why I'm telling you. It's been about 10 minutes for me. Isn't that weird? Editing. What a fun little journey it takes us on. Here we go. <sighs> so, due to different circumstances, Josh doesn't even want to hear about Chrissy. I thought that after so many years have passed and we've all matured and grown, there would be no issue. Okay, there is an issue if he doesn't want to hear about Chrissy. There is clearly an issue. He hasn't talked to her in seven years, but I've kept in minimal contact to the point we reconnected as friends a few months ago, and then we started dating. Bro, you should ask a bro or tell a bro when you start dating his ex. 
Assuming there is no issue since Chrissy seemed chill with being invited as my plus one. Okay, that's her feelings. Those are her feelings. What about his feelings and his future wife's feelings? That's just, all, that's just me, though. That's just me, though. Um, I didn't think I'd have to notify anyone for this. Well, yep, you thought wrong. Emily and Josh didn't see her at first, but Emily spotted Chrissy once the ceremony was over and she froze. Clearly an issue, bro. You don't know the history of everything. I could tell she was mad, but was trying to play it cool because of the wedding. I knew there would, I knew there it would be an issue. Before I even arrived at the reception venue, Josh called me while I was parking and told me what the hell was I thinking and that Chrissy needed to go home now. I tried to reason with him saying, I can't just send Chrissy home because her house is more than an hour drive from the venue. I tried to reason with him explaining how it's been seven years. If he matured and really got over it, he'll be okay with me bringing her. Bro, this is his wedding. If he says, send your date home, you send your date home. You go home. Sorry if you can hear Blaze panting in the back. Okay, should I undress you as a hot dog? Is this a little hot? I just realized he, I dressed him in a very warm hot dog outfit, and he just got back from a very hot, long walk. So there you go. Now he's breathing even harder. After all, sorry, we're going back to this guy being an asshole. After all, he just got married. He can't be mad I brought my ex He can't be mad I brought his ex from over seven years ago. He started screaming at me about how it's the principal, you asshole. The principal. I'm over her, of course. That doesn't mean you can just bring her around. It's the principal. Emily is upset because of you and her. Send her home now. The bride is upset. Fuck off. I ended up calling Chrissy an Uber, which I paid for. Chivalrous. Chivalrous. Chrissy was mad at me for giving up so easily and also thinks I'm a weak asshole. <laughs> well, she should have been like, is it cool I go? Um, the number one comment, you're the asshole. Um, why would you invite your friend's ex-girlfriend to his wedding, let alone date her? That's very awkward and you shouldn't have assumed it would be okay. Chrissy thinking you're weak for that is a red flag. Her ex and his wife don't want her at his wedding. Did she ask you to take her as your plus one, by the way? You're the asshole. I can't believe she even wanted to go to the wedding in the first place. That would have been a hard pass for me. You're the asshole. Yeah, everyone's saying you're the asshole. You're an asshole. Someone said, retitle this as, am I the asshole for bringing my friend's ex-girl's friends he does not want to hear about and hasn't been in touch with for seven years to his wedding without asking him? (sighs) Oh, you're the asshole. Not for bringing a new girlfriend, but for bringing one person who he didn't want anything to do with. You should have asked instead of assumed. You knew beforehand that this was a bit suspect, but didn't think to check with the bride and groom if it was okay. I mostly for asking for forgiveness and not permission, but not in this instance. That was their big day. And you knowingly did something that could upset them. Yeah, you're the asshole. Everyone agrees. Ta-da. Okay, we're going to do one more. Just one little more. Just for funsies, okay? Okay, let's do this. Am I the asshole for insinuating a woman was fat? I need more context before I can say that. Here we go. I, a 35-year-old female, am currently eight months pregnant. Okie dokie. We've got a baby in us. We've got some feelings. We're probably hungry. Our feet probably hurt. And we just want this baby out of us. That's what I'm getting. I like to get in the vibe of the person. You know, when they give me a little context, I can understand their side a little bit better, right? I've learned, fun news for anyone aspiring to follow down that same path, is, a lot, is that a lot of people, mostly older women, feel that if you get pregnant, they suddenly have the right to both comment and touch your body without permission. Oh, yes. That is a thing. Sometimes slash often without warning, even total strangers. I am in in string. There's a big word for Elmo. Intrinsically private. Intrinsically. Intrinsically. I've never heard that word before in an essential or natural way. Okay. They are naturally a private person. And while I don't take offense, it does encourage 
the inner snark to come out. Oh, this girl said no touchy, especially without permission. And when people touchy, she gets mad. Rightfully so. This is my body. I have a big don't touch me unless I allow you to on mine. So mm -mm. I started showing around seven to no, I'd made up those numbers. What is wrong with me? I started showing around five to six months. I have two fibroids that are each quite large. Think softball size. I love a visual. This causes me to look bigger and further along than I am. I've also not really gained anywhere else. Oh, my AC is on. I can't get through a single story. I'm back. I've also not gained elsewise. Yes, I'm aware that it's a good problem to have, but I do not look disproportionate. So it's really apparent even under hoodies. Fast forward to last weekend. Okay, this girl looks pregnant is what we're getting at. Don't touchy, especially without permission. Or she'll get snarky. She looks pregnant and more far along than she already is. That she actually is. Here we go. I was in a local grocery store. A larger woman walks up to me and says something akin to this person's vocabulary is words I would never use. Akin? Something akin to. Who? I'd never heard someone use the word akin. In context, I understand what you're saying. Are you an English major? I'm very confused by you and intrigued. <sighs> Something akin to, ah, oh, honey, congrats. How far along are you? Kindly sure. So I smile, step out of touching distance. This is usually when they go for the belly feel and say, eight months. She looked at me with a shock expression and exclaims, oh, hun, no. I would have guessed any day now. You're huge. So I smiled sweetly back at her and said, ah, thanks. You too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, dear God. <laughs> that was not okay. That was not okay. I just wasn't expecting it. You're such a fucking asshole. Okay. You can imagine it didn't go over well. At one point, she said something about it being medical. And so my interjection was, hey, me too. But it didn't do much to diffuse the situation. Eventually, she huffed away and I carried on my business. I don't really feel bad, but I'm trying to gauge the assholeness of my response. I strongly feel that there shouldn't be a stigma that pregnant women suddenly become public property, but acknowledge I could have once again been the bigger person or responded with, yeah, I have two tumors in there with her, which has histor historically gotten a sputtering apology from people or two. Fibroids are benign tumors, so that is technically true, just aimed at making people feel uncomfortable. The number one response is not the asshole. Good answer. Just because you're pregnant doesn't mean she can immediately feel entitled to comment on your body. She's not a doctor. She has no business judging what your body should look like at eight months. Her comment was inappropriate, and I hope people will stop doing that someday. I gained weight all over and carry so low that people kept saying I was further along than I thought. They just kept insisting she was actually a boy when, because I carried low. Not the asshole. I'm about to write up a separate post that's like, am I the asshole for thinking this woman's sneaky clapback was hilarious? People need to stop commenting on other people's bodies, no matter the circumstances, forever. If they won't, they'll simply have to take what's coming to them, period. Absolutely not the asshole. I understand being tired of people being intrusive. I once had an older woman stop me on the street, touch my pregnant belly with both hands, and loudly start praying over my stomach. I really just wanted to catch my bus. I get it. I really do. But intent and severity matters. And of all people to respond to, the woman who didn't touch you and was saying common pregnant platitudes was perhaps not the most deserving. He said, I agree. I've been pregnant and dealt with the comments. OP was flat out rude. If you want to clap back at an appropriate comment, you can just say something to the effect of, well, that's a very personal remark or something that could... So, yes, these... Have, some of the comments are agreeing it was it was an asshole statement and maybe not the person to direct it at. I think a lot of pregnant people are getting upset with people's comments on their body and people are just getting upset with that. So maybe there was some built up resentment from for all people that got taken out on this woman. I would have never said something that bold. I think it was an asshole remark. 
but I find it funny. So there it is. Uh, people definitely need to learn to stop commenting. Uh, you're the asshole. You knew her comment wasn't meant maliciously. And you were also aware she was referring to the fact that you were far along in pregnancy, not your weight. You decided to take it to a, per- a level of personal insult when hers wasn't. This is true. That's what I'm saying. I agree that the remark was asshole-ish. It was an asshole remark. I don't think that woman warranted that response. It is annoying when people comment on your body. It was witty, to say the least. But we don't need that energy out there. I do believe that some people said you could have taken, you could have clapped back while it, without insulting her, which I always think is the best option. People don't learn when they get defensive. So if you were trying to teach her something that you shouldn't talk about people's bodies, maybe a nicer approach. I'm not going to shade you, though. You're eight months pregnant. You do what you do, girl. <laughs> okay, I think that's going to be it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought those were some fun. You're, am I the assholes? There were a couple assholes, a couple nuts, a couple iffies. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I wasn't super on one side or the other with any of them. Um, nothing really boiled my blood, but definitely a couple thinkers of there was a person an asshole or not was the remark too far. I think the pregnant lady's response to the, the larger woman was, was definitely uncalled for, but I understand just the frustration with that. Um, but that is it. Please follow, please like, please subscribe. Let me know if there's anything you'd ever like me to read, touch on, or questions you'd like me to answer on Rachel Uncensored. I will have Joy and JoJo on as my next guests. Not at the same time, two different episodes. I just have to have my schedules line up with theirs. But that is it. I love you guys, and I will see you next time. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me. Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy, but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.